Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is November 25th, and we are finishing up the book of James. So join me if you can by reading along. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Here we go. James chapter 4. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures, you adulterous people. Don't you know that your friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or, do you think Scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why Scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves, then, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone, then, knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. James chapter 5 Now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. Your wealth has rotted, and moths have eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are corroded. Their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Look, the wages you failed to pay the workers who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the innocent one who was not opposing you. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too, be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. 
Don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth, and someone should bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. This concludes the book of James and concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Hopefully you saw as we read the book of James that James is all about the community of believers. He's trying to make sure that there's not divisions, that there's not people who are rich and wealthy looking down on those who are less or people who are coveting, causing fights and quarreling because they don't have what the other people have. He started the beginning of his letter by making sure that we tame our tongue and we make sure that we have joy and we listen to one another and do good things. James knows that the community of believers is supposed to be different than the rest of the world, that those of us who call ourselves children of the Lord should function like brothers and sisters, not in the bickering, fighting way that brothers and sisters often do, but in the loving, protective way that a family would do for one another. In other words, the church today should be the most loving, protective, and supportive group of people towards one another that the world has ever seen. In fact, this is what Jesus meant when he said that the people will know us by our love, that the way we treat each other, the way we love each other and care for each other, would draw other people to us. We should be the most attractive group of people that this world has ever seen. So let me ask you, how attractive are you and your friends towards other people in the church? Are you living in a way that makes other people want to be around you? Are you bringing words of life and encouragement to all in your scope? Do you lift people up and help them overcome their battles? Because if you're not doing that, you are missing the mark. We should be attractive people that cause other people to want to be around us. Because when they're around us, then they can get the love of the Lord. It can be made clear to them through the way we love them and show the love of God. 
So I encourage you today, especially those of us that belong to the church together, be such loving people that others would want to be around us. We must demonstrate for a world that is torn with war what it looks like to be unified and loving no matter where someone comes from, what they look like, or the way they were brought up. We should be brought together through the unity of the love of God. So make that your goal today, that you would be such a peacemaker that you are the glue that holds other believers together. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.